sound check. Oh, there's no sound. Your mic's not working. Oh wait, your mouth's not working. <laughs> oh my god! It took like into twenty five minutes into the podcast before we found out that you were dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's been weekend at Bernie's, but like <laughs> podcast style. Yeah, I'm just I make you um, answer like mm, mm, by pressing out the air is still left in your lungs. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> so this is dark. Funny. This is turned dark. It's another Sunday as we record this. It's July 5th, day after July 4th. We didn't feel super patriotic. We didn't really feel any kind of way. We kind of felt like we wanted to go to a lake. We drove to the lake. They turned us away. We got lake blocked because there was too many other people at the lake. All right, And they were going to give us coronavirus if we got too close to them. So they said, you got to go home. Drive the 40 minutes back to your apartment. You can't swim today. And I said, I'm going to cry. Bye. And Sorry. I, that's, I wept. That's the window I use to spy on my neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. So we went to near a lake. We didn't, we didn't get out of the car. That was fun. A nice drive. We got to watch a happy mowing along twice. On the way there and the way back. Yeah. He hadn't finished. He had a good head of hair, white, uh, silverish white mane, ponytail. Yeah, he looked like, you know who he looked like was that guy from, like, Cautionary Tales of Swords? I don't know about that. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's or a good know. one. Is it a movie? Uh, it is a an old YouTube video. Oh, okay. Of. <laughs> oh, wait, you have shown that to me, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. He looked like a, hip, a cross between a hippie and someone who has a lot of like obscure swords hanging on the wall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were talking yesterday how um how you wanted to have long hair like him and how you did have long hair and when you did you looked like somebody who played dungeons and dragons uh no it was magic the gathering oh, i'm sorry Thank magic. You. i'm sorry and i did play magic the gathering yeah. i just feel like like i very much embodied yeah my hobby i think it was you had really long hair and it was the ponytail yeah it like i don't know why like long hair long ponytail man appeals to a certain group of people yeah and i am among those people yeah so i don't know what it is yeah um i know exactly what it is but i'm not giving away the secret (laughs) you had a magical look in your eyes too in those old photos <laughs> you're like oh. i know look how dead-eyed i am now i know you're like your eyes are sparkling with the promise of tapping um mana um cyclops um i'm gonna stop you right now um wizard <laughs> you, card no it's sorry it's the pink wizard and it was tapped so <laughs> i can't audibly shake my head it's like what I'm doing is this, like when people pretend to be speaking like Chinese or something and they yeah. just make like racist utterances, except that I, I'm not racist against um, Magic the Gathering players because it's not a race. <laughs> it's just insensitive. It's just insensitive, but it's not um, oppressive. You know what, though? You're punching down with this joke. Um, I don't know if Magic the Gathering players are below me socially Uh, they wouldn't think they are 
Well, they probably have more friends than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, but like, okay, in the hierarchy of hobbies and activities and things that you can obsess over. Despite the fact that nerd culture has gotten very popular these days, I would argue that it is still a punching down activity because the dominant thing is still football. I suppose, yeah. So but... if you're going to punch to the the MTG folk, you also have to make fun of sports ball. But I do. You make fun of everything, though. You're a cynic. Yeah, it's yeah, true. I'm a, a gleeful cynic. I'm like, ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and you suck, and you suck, and you with your sports ball, <laughs> and you with your backwards baseball cap, staring with your hand over your eyes, trying to shield your eyes from the sun, which your baseball cap could have been accomplishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you in that one photo. Yeah. That wasn't me. Not you. Just that, No, no, that wasn't me. I'm just going to put that out there. This is a meme for those who don't know. It's a meme. Um. So yesterday we were driving to go visit my friends who were in the area passing through and they were camping. So as a re- trying to get to the campsite, which we did get there, we had to drive through this little town, which is a ridiculous town. And they're talking about the ladder. Yeah, I am. I'm talking about the ladder. This is the best. Thing. And we're like driving through the stupid town, and there's a like, is it a racetrack? Like a driving yep. racetrack? Yep. It seems like a really rinky-dink small one. It's fucking go karts or some shit. <laughs> and don't tell them that. Yeah, like they're not even really cars. They're just people like Fred Flintstone style, yep. like with their feet, <laughs> and they're just like boom boxes with. <laughs> engine sounds yeah um (laughs) (laughs) engine room dot mp3 yeah and there's just they're burning um some gasoline like in a a lawnmower like off to the side so people smell (laughs) but and there's like so there's this little like racetrack with like a not a high wall it might have been like 25 feet and then there's like little grass and there was like a sidewalk and then there's a road and we're like what is happening there's this like probably i don't know 20 or 15 foot ladder that was in you know one of those triangle ladders not one that you lean up against i don't know what the term terminology for ladders is but one that could be freestanding and it's just in the middle of the sidewalk and this guy is like at the top of the ladder just standing on it and he's like <laughs> not looking like he's going anywhere doing anything and then we finally figured out he's probably just like trying to like do some theft of services and not pay yeah he was like watching the race yeah. from the sidewalk from the ladder yeah with this ju- this that step ladder was way too big it was it was the step ladder that was like for painting like a house or something i mean it was yeah a very tall one it was he was up in the air like 15 20 feet <laughs> And he's just like, I don't like how many hours are you going to stand on this ladder? I'm, a, you know, honestly, I was a little impressed. Like, yeah. You normally expect like a seven year old to think of something that crafty. It seems like it's from one of those like movies. Like where, the Little Rascals. Yeah, the Little Rascals. Like someone's named Alfalfa or that, something. That's very Little Rascal. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, ah, geez. <laughs> Let's get Timmy's dad's ladder. <laughs> And that's like his hair standing up. Yeah. No. <laughs> every time he thinks of something, he gets like a hair erection. Yeah. Or oh yeah, it was every time like that little girl came on screen. Oh, was it? Yeah. Ew. His hair stood up. 
Ew. Whoa. 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 Got past the censors. Got past me for 20, 30 years, but finally. Whoa. I see what you were doing there. That's gross. That's clever. Yeah. Gross, but, also, this but is clever. Like, it's like a prepubescent boy, too. Yeah. They're all like six years old. Yeah. It's like six-year-olds getting turned on by other six-year-olds. That's fucking disgusting. Fucking little rascals. <laughs> Anyway. Who knew that it had irreverent humor in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought it was just an idyllic, I don't know, Rugrats. I hope we ruined the Little Rascals for someone. Yeah. Like, nothing would make me happier. Yeah, they can never watch it again. They're just... They delete. Someone goes I guess and deletes. the alternative is they watch it more often, but that's a little... <laughs> <laughs> someone... You know what they're like? They're like, I'm going to take what I what i um can use and leave the rest from little rascals i can use uh ingenuity as far as getting up on ladders and peering at um sporting events or um driving around in circles events <laughs> um i can use what else little rascals did probably ways to get baseballs out of like old people's lawns i don't know mm. um things to do with with cardboard boxes, go kart. I don't know what the fuck the little rascals did. I've never actually seen the little rascals. Yeah, I'm sp- just talking shit. We're speculating. Right now. What if little rascals is really just kids like doing like gang initiations and and like running an underground gambling ring, uh-huh. or just kids doing drugs? It's like little rascals is actually a lot closer to kids <laughs> that that movie, right? Than with Chloe Sevigny than uh, than we all knew, but no one's actually watched Little Rascals. Yeah, no. I don't know anyone who has. My parents probably watched it growing up. Yeah. I watched Scooby-Doo growing up. I was way cooler than that. I didn't really watch cartoons. I was not allowed. My parents... This explains so much. I know. They Well, okay, I could watch some. We had a... I almost said DVD. We absolutely didn't have a DVD. We had a VHS tape of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> And I was allowed to watch that. It was like best of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. That was funny. Rocky but- and Bullwinkle was... So, see, okay. So, to me, like, as someone who watched a lot of cartoons as a child, right? Rocky and Bullwinkle is like the Necco wafers of cartoons. <laughs> What's a Necco wafer? It's like the most tasteless... It's the bare minimum to qualify as a cartoon. Really? I thought it was entertaining and then they had those like soviet spies those bumbling natasha and boris yeah oh yeah no don't get me wrong it is technically a cartoon Mm -hmm. and it is it meets the standards of Mm -hmm. being amusing but it is like it's like having i'm trying to think of like a good description it's the difference between like having an apple as a like a dessert and having like chocolate covered cheesecake as a dessert. Mm-hmm. Like That's the, why my parents let me watch it and yeah. not the other stuff. Because <laughs> they also didn't like sugar. It's too intelligent to be like a kid's cartoon. I don't think I understood it, but I liked that it had the intelligence there. I was like, look, I see you. I appreciate what you're trying to do. I, that's how I felt about MathNet. Uh, <laughs> the square one bit. Like I didn't really understand all the parodies that were going on, but I appreciated that they were um, putting in the effort. Yeah. But then when I finally was able to watch some cartoons, I saw why I wasn't allowed to watch them. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, 
like the they were stupid and the commercials were like kids on what i can only assume to be meth or pcp like Mm. advocating for like cocoa Mm. puffs and i was like i'm gonna have a i don't have a seizure disorder but i'm like i'm about to have a seizure (laughs) watching this commercial see they were half the fun like (laughs) the commercials were zanier than the actual show see this is the problem like you never had junk food either like food wise or spiritually in the form of like cartoons so you you've never built up that tolerance to junk yeah i i love trashy reality shows but it's a little that different blows my mind it's the pacing for some reason like the the stuff that's like kids level it's too frantic for me like i like some trashy shows but they like 90 day fiance you've watched it with me i've watched all of it with very me. begrudgingly uh okay the, the phrase I, I heard judgment there well it's not judgment you like to wash your hands of 90 day fiance you like to I, disavow i liked the first two seasons of 90 day yeah. fiance because it wasn't all just like a series of dumpster fires there's a um podcast i haven't listened to it was called 420 fiance and it's just these people getting high and watching 90 day fiance which is funny but i haven't seen the um season that they talk about i don't want them to spoil it so i don't want to listen to it no like okay so the first two seasons of 90 day fiance because that's what we're talking about now were fine there were people that had happy relationships and they just it wasn't four seasons of watching azan abuse someone but i think azan and nicole were in the one of the first few yeah, but then, like, they came back... No, they they were definitely... Well, whatever. Maybe yeah. they were early on, but there were other people in there. To, yeah. Because there was, like, the happy couple with, like, the... The Mormons? No, not the Mormons. I'm trying to think. It was that guy with the vaguely racist dad who just became okay. Oh, yeah. The guy from Florida who lived with his, like... Oh, wait, that's a different guy. No, 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 no. But, like, this is the, like... It was the... I don't remember their names because they like, I guess that's why we don't, why 90 day fiance stopped featuring happy couples Mm -hmm. because they're not memorable. My favorite was the couple who is like Mormon. They had met in Prague when the guy went over to be like a missionary there. And the woman was from the, from Russia, but she was studying in Prague and she was like a party girl. And then she was, she thought her life was getting a lot of control. So she like fell into the Mormon church and you know, ended up going out with him and then moving to like the middle of Utah, like not even Salt Lake city, but somewhere else. And then they're there and she's like feeling a lot of cultural um, alienation and like judgment. And he's like, I want her Alexandra to be happy. Let's go to like a strip mall where there's a Mexican restaurant and do like some salsa dancing lesson. And she went there and like, there's a bunch of like older, like Utah, like rural Utah, people utahns trying to do salsa i'm sure i wouldn't be any better but and she's just like she's like leaving in tears like this is nothing like prog (laughs) no (laughs) like like, i hate this so but that's to me makes my point even more because those early seasons like the worst they had was a bit of culture shock Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like, it was watching, like, everyone, like, realized that their lives were going to be different, and then they got over it. It wasn't consistent, um, years-long emotional abuse. Oh, my God. That one 
guy from what, what the Netherlands. It? No, th- well, there was that one. I'm not even thinking. I'm thinking of Paula, and what's his name? Oh, okay, Paula and um, the fucking I know Nebraska the engineer, nerd. the engineer, yeah, yeah, civil engineer. And, um, like it just got unbearable watching the same fight play out in every episode yeah she's like i'm a model and i want to wear lingerie he's like i'm not comfortable with that but i'm not gonna say you can't do it and she's like yeah but i want you to be comfortable with it and he's like well i'm not and they're like and then they while (laughs) they have this argument while drinking (laughs) yeah they oh yeah they would always get really drunk and then like get in the same fight it's like maybe stop drinking so much yeah like maybe <laughs> or keep drinking and keep getting in the same fight that that's another option it just seems like that that was a very yeah. like it felt contrived at after a point was his name rex no i forget his roy. name. roy no no it was like yeah what the fuck was it his was name? an r i think it was an r ricky no i don't know damn it ricky what's that's, that from no that's trailer park boys oh <laughs> ricky is russ oh okay russ russ and paula yeah, yeah. like okay. i hated them i started off liking them and then i hated them because they were just a dumpster fire that you couldn't tell was on fire for and then little by little like the same bullshit kept coming up it was a smoldering dumpster fire. It really was. And it found like a battery and then blew up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, dumpster fire's leaking battery acid. Battery acid's on fire. But that was like the last three seasons of 90 Day Fiance mm-hmm. that, to me, was just like, what about that one f- idiot from like, I I don't remember, one of the Caribbean islands. Who, like, came to go live in the South and locked himself in a room with playing music. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's from the Dominican Republic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the... And he just accused... He, like, freaked out and accused um, his fiance. Actually, they had... Well, oh, spoiler, but they were actually married secretly. Yeah. And he well, accused her care. of, like, witchcraft. He's, like, out of the blue... He's like, I'm gonna pick the oh, most. Yeah, because I'm gonna she pick had the like most a Buddha statue. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the most absurd fight right now. Let's do it. He's like, yeah. what's up with all this witchcraft? Like, what's up with like the brujeria and the like? What's this with the? You don't. There's no Christianity in here and this and that. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, <laughs> and then he like takes her stereo and just like uh, puts it on his shoulder. He puts it on his shoulder and just blasts it and just walks across the house. And then he, and then she like lightly hits him, and then he's like yelling at her that she hit him. But it's that's insanity. Like, I d- <laughs> cartoons have a better plot than that. Yeah, I don't know. At least Scooby Doo catches the villain at the end of the episode. This is just like an exercise in like postmodern, like reality is the villain. Yeah, type shit and it makes me uncomfortable yeah i can see why it makes you uncomfortable yeah definitely well because i don't think and i'm gonna go into like serious conspiracy not conspiracy theory but i'm going to talk out of my ass right now and say that reality tv is going shapes people's opinion about what is normal in reality i think reality tv does that but i think a lot of media does that yeah including social and and non-social media yeah so reality tv is one of those things that 
that causes that, but I think it's way more Well, I will always vote for non-dumpster fires in that case. Speaking of conspiracy theories, I want to just mention the protests that we drove by yesterday. Oh, my God. And not not everything involving this protest is a conspiracy. So, but so you have to hold on. You have you have to um, hold on through the story, and don't judge yet. So we drove by this intersection four times. Um, we went to the we tried to go to the lake. At that time, it appeared that I thought at first I thought there was a parade because it was Fourth of July, or some kind of a thing, and people were celebrating like America or something. But it turns out they were just. As far as I could tell, it was just pro-cop stuff. Yeah, it, it was, was all Blue Lives Matter Yeah, it was stuff. like, Blue Lives Matter to blah blah like, American flags, this and that. All right, we, we left, we kept going through the intersection, went to the lake, got cock-blocked, <laughs> turned around, came all the way back, saw the hippie guy we twice. We got dock-blocked. We got dock-blocked by some... <laughs> we're like, is there any other, like, place that's open? He's like, I don't know, there's, like, a city park that wasn't gonna fucking have yeah, a lake no, to swim in that. there's like it's like a golf course with like maybe a- let's go swim in like yeah the fucking hudson's toxic waters they're not gonna let me in the golf course to swim i don't have a, t- a tea reservation a tea time whatever they call it i don't yeah. have, i don't have a tea date i'm not the queen so anyway then we drove back and went past the intersection again and then then i could see on one side of the road there's actually like four or five roads because it's a several way intersection but on one side there was Black Lives Matter protesters, and then on the other side is the cops, pro-cops protesters. Yeah. Okay. Wait, and then this was <laughs> this was the the second time was when there was the lady out in the middle, like nowhere between either on the other side of a street. Like these people were kind of facing off across one of the streets in the intersection but then on another across another way yep there was a lady with a uh jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself (laughs) poster just by herself and i was like true (laughs) good point yeah (laughs) i agree with two out of three of these um of these uh, groups of protesters yeah and then we uh kept going so then we were like let's get pizza so then we turned around (laughs) went back through went back through at that point the side that the cops protesters, pro cops protesters, have been on, was now taken over by Black Lives Matter protesters, and then on the side that the Black Lives Matter protesters have been on, there was just one guy wearing like several American flags, <laughs> and then where the lady with the sign that said Epstein didn't kill himself was there was a different person holding a sign that said google nixium <laughs> which as you guys may know what we'll just to recap is a locally uh homegrown a homegrown um cult slash sex cult slash executive coaching program slash pyramid scheme <laughs> that's kind of defunct as to my knowledge i mean at least the kenneth Raniere is or Keith, or whatever the fuck, I can't remember his name, K. Raniere, is in prison, and so are the top leadership. So I'm not really sure, because when I see Google Ron Paul signs, I, those people who wrote, who made those were always saying, like, yes, Google Ron Paul because we like him. But I'm not sure, if the, I don't think this woman was, like, pro-Nixium. So I don't really know yeah. what she, she's like, look, I'm not pro or anti, I just want it to be in the conversation. So there was, like, <laughs> to just to, re- and then the fourth time we went through, like, nobody, was, nobody there. was there. It was like, it never happened. Yeah. There wasn't even, like, a paper on the ground. Yeah, everyone and cleared out. So, like, just to recap, we went through, 
there were Blue Lives Matter protesters. We went through again. There were Blue Lives Matter protesters, BLM protesters, and someone talking about Jeffrey Epstein. The third time, there were only Black Lives Matter protesters and one insanely patriotic man on the other side of the road (laughs) and someone saying Google Nexium, and then it was deserted. Yeah. (laughs) It really... And there wasn't that much time between when we went the third time and the fourth. There was maybe like 40 minutes. So Yeah, like the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the so be, that's the thing, though. Between the first and the second time, there was at least an hour. Oh, it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Because we drove way far to go to a lake, got dock blocked. So and, like, yeah. like, not much had happened in that time. Right. But, like, everything happened in, like, the half hour later. In the Between the first and the second um, drive-bys, the Black Lives Matter protesters figured out that the Blue Lives Matter protesters were there and converged. <laughs> swarmed them. Swarmed them. <laughs> and then, I think, ate them. Because they were then, pre- then next time we saw them on where they had been. Well, maybe not ate them, but they were they they went over there, and then those people left, <laughs> or maybe the the cops people left, and the protesters just liked that side of the street better. It was a nice side of the street. Yeah, but the thing is, usually that intersection has a very regular schedule of protests up until like the last few months. So like every Monday ever since the second Iraq War, which started in two thousand three, for those of you who you know are our Generation Z listeners who've always been at <laughs> America was always at war with Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, Believe it or not, there was a point where we weren't. There was a brief period of time when we were not, um, and then there, and then going back further, there was a longer period of time when we were not. <laughs> but the second, since the second Iraq War, second and current, um, there's a anti-war people who protest every Monday at the intersection, and and they're I think they're going to do that till the war ends, which or they all die. Be there a while, yeah. And then recently, last few years, there's been, um, every Tuesday, a bunch of evangelical Christians protesting um, for God, I think. Like, they're not really, I don't think they're calling for any kind of a political change. I think that they're just trying to make the people who drive by be Christian. I don't really understand. They just have a bunch of signs that are like, you know, like, they're white with like black and red text. And they just talk about like Jesus and have crosses on them. It's ominous. The graphic design is ominous. I will say. That sounds like Christianity. I mean, some Christianity is not ominous. Like, there's some pretty stained glass windows sometimes. Oh, that's true. Like, if they want to hold up a stained glass window sign, that would I'd prefer that. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little aggressive, just basically implying that, like, I'm going to go to hell. I don't know. Anyway, now, free for all. Now we got Nixium people, we got Jeffrey Epstein people, and then obviously we have the... We got BLM and fake BLM. <laughs> we have the Bureau of Land Management, we have Black Lives Matter, <laughs> Yeah, and we have pro, <laughs> and we have pro cops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's free for all. I'm going to start going and standing there and holding signs saying like, Google David Ferry and like, Lee Hartley Harvey Oswald was a patsy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try and stand with the um, one of the major groups, the BLM or the cops ones, and hold that sign. But they might 
send me over to be with the Epstein and the Nexium people. I've always like. wanted to go to a protest that I don't agree with with a sign that says citation needed. <laughs> You're one of those agent provocateurs. And then you just like throw a brick through a window. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why you go to protests, isn't it? If you're an agent provocateur, it is. <laughs> you're like, I'm with you, and I'm destroying things. My luck, they'll actually listen to the people that I don't like. <laughs> because if, I, if I break a window. Yeah. And you're like, no, I meant it as a as a discrediting tactic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're like, good point, Brian. <laughs> This <laughs> is like at a clan rally and I break stuff and they're like, well, looks like we're a racist country now. They're like, well, if Brian's for it, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what power you had until you used it. Yeah, right. And I only get one too. Yeah. Like that's the... You only got one cause to um, elevate and you wasted it by accident <laughs> on the clan. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> god i that's not even funny i know it's that monkey's it's that monkey's claw but the monkey only has one claw paw monkey's paw the monkey only has one paw no monkey only has one claw on its paw that's right yeah we've solved the mystery it's the monkey's all yeah <laughs> awl oh yeah it's a monkey's owl who who it's, i don't know well I have some conversation topics, given that we're having a conversation. <laughs> given that we have topics. No, that wasn't funny. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> well, we don't. That's what I'm saying. You know what's bad is this isn't even live, and I'm like, still coming up with terrible jokes. Well, how many takes are we really going to do? You know what I mean? We're going to... Okay, we can't have this conversation without people thinking it's more than the reality. Yeah. So, one thing that I would ask you is if you had to pick one, Brian, one of the following, which would you do? Skydiving, oh. bungee jumping, or scuba diving? Well, hold on. Where? What are we doing? What do you mean? Like, where are you getting these questions from? Oh, a random page on the internet. Okay. Scienceofpeople.com. And what are these? These are like they're questions that, for conversation? They're conversation questions, starter questions. But a lot of them are irrelevant because they're like, assuming you're at a event and you're mingling. And you're like, hey, um, do you like, have you ever been to this like venue before? Isn't it cool? <laughs> I'm going to get some coffee or a drink. Anyone want anything? <laughs> See, that... <laughs> And you're like, thank you. I didn't think you'd ask. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could, I could use a seltzer at Stewart's, please. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stewart's salts. Mm. All right. So, what was the question? Well, if you had to pick one of these things, which would you do? And those are skydiving, bungee jumping, or scuba diving. I think just for the sake of my life, scuba diving, obviously, like. It's the least risky thing. And also scuba diving, you see cool things. You know, I I wonder which one really is least risky. It feels like it would be, but I wonder what the actual rates are. I think I have a hunch, but I don't know if it's true that skydiving is probably the safest. I don't know. And then bungee, because you could smack things bungee-wise. Scuba diving, like, you can make mistakes, um, 
and die. Well, apparently a hundred people die every year scuba diving. In the world? Or the US? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> in this town! We're not even near an ocean. Um, let's see. In North America. Okay. So Mexico, US, and Canada. Yeah. And whoa, in, in the United States... Uh, only 19 people died in parachuting accidents. In a year? In a year. Okay. Out of um, one person per 100,000 jumps, which is actually a much better indicator, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. It doesn't really matter the um, people necessarily as the Oh, jumps. cool. I just found a great website for all sorts of awful things, like death statistics based on extreme activity. Mm-hmm. So it looks like um, your chance... What is base jumping? Oh, oh, that's dangerous. So I think what base jumping is, is they're up on like a cliff, a high cliff or like a sort of mountain, and people run and jump off. But it's not like high enough, like from a plane or anything like that. So it's it's off of like a fixed object. Oh. So it could be a bridge too, a really high bridge or like a a tower. And then they have a kind of parachute glidey type thing, but there's not like that long. And then they, there's also objects you could hit on the way down when you do it. Is it just paragliding? No. Oh. It, it, they jump and they free fall and then they throw this like a parachute thing out, I think. And that it doesn't seem like they'd have a lot of time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. That's the problem. That's why it's very dangerous. Yeah, so that one is actually the riskiest. Yeah. Um, and like 100% of people die. Yeah, <laughs> Not really it's, 100. Well, it's 1 in 2,300. Right. But like compared Jumps. to all of the rest of these, that right. it's like... So uh, skydiving is a 1 in 101,000 uh, Instance, Instances of doing it. Right? Yep. yep. Scuba diving is 1 in 200,000. Okay, so I guess it is safer. Although um, it takes longer to prepare to scuba dive bungee jumping one in five hundred thousand. Oh, okay i'm shocked that it's actually a lower number than me too yeah. than scuba diving when i was a kid i wanted to bungee jump so bad but now i'm too scared to um let's see canoeing is one in seven hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, wow that's a little more dangerous than i would have thought uh well i mean at that point that's like what is like swimming though is that on there? I don't think swimming is on here. Um, oh, hang gliding is on here, though. One in 116,000. Hmm. See, that's... I'm going to pick hang gliding. That is something I want to do, even though it's not an option. I'd be scared of hang gliding. I actually... Um, a friend of mine, when I was growing up, lived sort of near like a municipal airport where people would... And a mountain. And so nearby... there people would hang glide off of the mountain and kind of land in the fields around the airport. And so we'd like be in the yard and we'd see hang gliders over and we'd wave to them. Oh, that's so cool. It was cool, but sometimes like it looked fun, but sometimes in the wind would blow them and they would like, <laughs> the listeners can't see my finger like moving through the air to illustrate this <laughs> point, but they'd like go upside down kind of like, Oh boy. Like it would blow them like topsy turvy many times. And it's, and this wasn't like, crazy weather it wasn't like storms coming and it was just like it's windy so i i was a little scared of hang gliding but yeah uh, i i think the, they like correct themselves though mm-hmm. the 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 gliders yeah i'd be a little afraid i think when you do skydiving now 
you are not just now probably forever you're strapped to like a instructor yeah. and they take care of uh, making sure that you don't die uh they pull the shoot you know right so so what, what would you do out of the three i don't know i think skydiving would be cool but i don't know if i could handle it um scuba diving the thing with that is and same with bungee jumping i don't know if i can handle it scuba diving you have to like train in it and it's a lot of complicated stuff you have to take a course and get certified and remember a lot of things and i it would be cool to be able to do but I don't like to have my life depend on whether I remember to do a series of tasks. <laughs> That's why I don't like to use power tools. That's fair. It's I like, think. I, cause I know that I am going to make a mistake right. and I don't like doing things where if I make a mistake, I will get seriously injured or die. Um, other than driving, I do drive. <laughs> so. See that driving is more dangerous than like, all of these mm, it is okay dangerous. maybe not maybe not base jumping yeah well it's dangerous but per like instance of driving i don't think it is hi we just drive know. very often we drive daily like no one skydives every day well except for you know professionals well they put flying uh oh actually they have it right here <clears throat> driving 100 miles in a car is one in 877 thousand okay so it's more dangerous to go on one canoeing trip than to drive 100 miles. Yep. But you don't, again, you don't canoe every day either. Right. And like you can easily drive 100 miles a week. So if you're doing that one in 877,000 chance of dying every week, mm-hmm. that, I mean, you're saying basically mm-hmm. like you had be like one in 877,000 times like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like doing the math. It's, it winds up being substantially higher. <laughs> I want to. I can't see the like funny math poster you have on the wall, but it's just like absurd anti-math poster. <laughs> it says "Stop doing math." I know, which, which is ridiculous. Yeah, because, Brian's a mathematician. Yeah, I I love me my math, but it reminds me of when I was in a um a training at work back when I uh, could go to work <laughs> with other people instead of my cat on my couch. And, um, this guy was like an actuary there and they asked him to like answer a question. Like it was like an arithmetic type question. And he's like, oh, I don't do arithmetic. (laughs) You, you're a human. He's an actuary. He uses a model. Oh my God. Although, okay. No, if he's an actuary, I get it. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. When you were a kid, yes. The answer is yeah. <laughs> if if the question is was I a kid, the answer is yes. When you were a kid, what did you think your life would look like now? Oh God. Um, o- not, other than you know, living like in a this. volcano, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, not like this. When I was a kid, I well, okay. It depends on when I was a kid. Like what? What age range are we talking here? Well, we already know that when you were like nine, nine, you wanted to be a mad scientist living in a volcano. So let's say when you were in high school. Okay, high school. I thought that I would. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, 
<laughs> Brian's just staring at me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm thinking. Oh. <laughs> I'm inspirational. There was so much. Like, at that yeah. point, I was, like, going to be in a rock band because I loved Modest Mouse. And, <laughs> like, you know, there was that. that I, like, entertained the idea of being a writer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like, I had vague business ideas mm-hmm. that didn't make any sense. <laughs> You go to the bank for like a small business loan. They're like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. You're like, "Um, it's a magic bean factory." They're like, <laughs> "Pretty what? much." Uh, the one thing I did have is I wanted to own a cafe. Okay, and that's something that I've that was probably closer to my like late teens. Mm-hmm. So like when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I was getting into the cafe scene, I was like, "This is awesome! Yeah. I want to do this." You should work in a cafe. I I should. Just to see if you like it. And I also, think I'd be an excellent barista. And I think you would. And Because I can talk to you about the bean. <laughs> People are like, can I get a um, large hot coffee? And you're like, let me tell you about this bean. And they're like, I'm actually kind of in a hurry. I'm... And you're like, so this this was <laughs> well, roasted. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do shit. No, I, I know like, you wouldn't. Only if they ask. You like talking to people and... You like coffee, so you could... I bet you would be really hopped up on coffee. Oh, my God. I'd probably have a heart attack if I worked at a cafe. Um, There was a coffee shop near where I used to live in Albany, and the coffee shop has since been closed, um, I believe, by the tax department a few times um, from due to (laughs) non-payment of taxes. Hmm. And the people there... They did have really good coffee. Um, The... Baristas there always seemed like they were on a lot of uppers, and I think the uppers were coffee. Yeah, typically. Yeah, they were just very, like, wired. Well, when the coffee is free or cheap, yeah, you're going to have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. Like, there's no way you're not going to have it. You're going to be drinking coffee all day. Yeah. All right, what about you? Where, what, where were you at when you were a teenager? You this know, bottle spins both ways, Missy. <laughs> It's like, it's like spin the bottle. <laughs> Just two people playing. Yeah. <laughs> that can be. The, there's like so you play spin the bottle with like hardly any people, and you're just like, okay, this is officially boring at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> After like an hour, you're like, I'm just making out with like these two people. <laughs> anyway, right. um, I thought when I was in high school, I don't, I don't think I really could envision like the future very well. I didn't really have any great goals. I couldn't. What are you laughing? I didn't have any. I didn't. I didn't think I was going to die. I didn't want to be dead. But I also didn't think I couldn't imagine continuing on either. And not in like a depressed way. It's more like it was like a blank space after on the number line in my head in my um, synesthesia head <laughs> in my mind. Like that I had to do have this number line. It like ended at like it was like blank after college kind of. So so you didn't have anything that you wanted to do? Anything that you thought that you were going to do? Even Okay, I told you about my Modest Mouse cover band. Not really. I, I really couldn't see like how what I wanted to do would relate to getting money. But I also knew that what I've been mainly motivated by is not dying in the gutter. Like, 
I learned early on that if you don't have money in the society, you just die miserable. <laughs> Basically, okay. you live and die miserably. Not always, but sure. That's what I learned, whether that's true or not. I mean, I think there's exceptions, but I think as a general rule, the less resources you have, the more you're, you're going to unfortunately have to suffer and so, put up with things. When you were a teenager, your goal was to have enough money to eat. To, and to not suffer due to, like, lack of resources, basically. To have health. You came out of the womb a tiny adult, didn't it you? It was Mas- Maslow's hierarchy. You did. You fucking listened, watched Rocky and Bullwinkle and was worried about a 401k when you were 14. I wasn't worried about a 401k. I was more just like... If we we can either have utopian socialism, which would be my first preference at that time, or <laughs> or if we're not going to have that, then did you read Utopia like back then? The book Utopia, yeah, no, but I don't think that's about utopian socialism either. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. Utopia. It's like the book that invented utopian socialism. Oh, I didn't read it. I don't think it's... I didn't realize it was about... Who wrote that? Thomas? Yeah, I think it was Thomas More. Thomas More. You think it was because you're looking at the Wikipedia? I'm, I'm looking at the... Yeah. What does it, what does it uh, say it was about? It is a... The contents um, of a republic's best state and of the new possible... Or of the new island utopia. I don't know that that's about socialism, but I read... Um, um, the jungle <laughs> and i was like okay like the model that we have in the jungle um, by upton sinclair was uh, we have all these machines that can do stuff for us so let's have them um work to allow us all to survive and we can only put in a f- maybe a few hours of work per week and then just like devote ourselves to hanging out and like the arts the rest of the time that and i was like i agree that's what Get i want yes let's do this and we didn't do it yeah. <laughs> but so yes i i basically was like well i guess when i graduate from my high school and college i need to make sure that i don't starve to death or die of lack of like healthcare coverage basically <laughs> it's kind of my and it was beyond that i really couldn't envision what I would do. I I didn't think that there was any way that I could make money that I would love. I don't know if that that, that may or may not be true. I think there are people who there. I think you do have something that you want to do. You're just embarrassed. Um, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's like there, there were things that would have been cool if I could have done them. But I didn't, like, take steps towards those happening. Well, right. I didn't. But, like, what were they? I didn't take steps toward ever making a band. Yeah. Nor did I ever take steps towards putting, a like, a lab in a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> you, you went and got the permits, but you never started construction. Right. Yeah. You own, like, you still own, like, a volcano. Yeah. Kids don't act on their plans. Yeah. Typically. Well, and if you're in high school, a lot of times people do. Like, they'll go to a college, you know, yeah. for something. I 
I mean, it would have been cool if you if you said to me when I was in high school that like if I just drew things, then I could get money for it. I'd be like, cool, I'll do, I'll keep doing that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like enough. But I didn't like, I didn't say, I want to be an artist. Let me like go to art school and like try and make this occur. Well, right. But the only kids that do that wind up like actually doing that. Right. Right. Like, well, like that's like 5% of people. Yeah. But you know, kids do have dreams. But uh, yeah, I guess it's just, it wasn't a dream. It would have been cool to do. But I didn't really ever think it could ha- like happen, you know. I guess it's the definition of dream. And what is a dream? <laughs> it's like I have a dream. It's like, excuse me, someone raised their cynical. hand. <laughs> someone raised their hand. Like, what? What? What is a dream? Yeah, right. Um, who would win a fight? Who would win in a fight? A robot or a dinosaur? A robot. Well, it depends on what the robot. If it's a robot designed to fight, then a robot. Mm-hmm. Because they'd have a laser. Right. Or like a gun. Yeah, I agree. It, it really depends on the robot and it depends on the dinosaur. Because <clears throat> you could have a tiny little dinosaur. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I think a T-Rex couldn't take out like a war drone. No. A drone would just drop a bomb on the T-Rex. Yeah. And like, that would be it. That's like... The reality is much sadder than the question. Yeah. <laughs> and also it's moot because the dinosaurs are all extinct. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, you know, suspending disbelief there. Yeah. <laughs> what was your worst fashion disaster? None. I've never, ever worn anything that was an amazing. You are not even going to question that, are you? Um, <laughs> You're just going I to know accept that you... it. <laughs> I know that you think that, and I'm not saying that you have worn things that are that bad. You don't really wear, you wear like good clothes and none of them are disastrous. You know, I don't know if everything you wear is amazing. Excuse me. We're on air. (laughs) Well, you're right now you're wearing like jeans, which are pretty, they're pretty cool. And like a maroon shirt. It looks good, but I don't know if. If, I'm it, being damned with faint praise. I don't know if it's amazing, but can you look amazing every day? I mean, look at this face. Even Jennifer Aniston doesn't look amazing every day, <laughs> or whoever else or is ever. It. Ever you don't like hashtag burn? You don't think Jennifer <laughs> Aniston is a? Is no, no a, I don't. Pretty? I, no. Really? Yeah. Ever? Ever? Oh, I disagree. I'm not I don't think she's like you're entitled to your wrong opinion I don't think of her as like the prettiest person ever but I don't I think she looks good I mean she takes care of her skin I guess got a good face good hair yeah I don't know I I think her face is too pinched (laughs) pinched face well you're thinking of the photo of her eating the lemon (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. She just looks like... I, I don't want to be mean uh, to uh, to Jennifer Aniston. Like, she's never done anything to me. Yeah. She seems like a nice person. Uh, Maybe she's just a very good actor. She's just a person. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Well, anyway. I don't know. What was the question? 
your worst fa- <laughs> do you think this is one of those conversation starters is like can you tell me what your thoughts are on how jennifer aniston looks oh, <laughs> um, well, oh it was fashion yeah right? what was your worst fashion disaster i used to wear a very purple shirt with a skeleton octopus dj on it <laughs> in college where'd you get that i have no idea like hot topic it like no it was way better than anything hot topic could ever make yeah i recognize it for what it was which was a stoner shirt Mm. um and i wore it to real analysis every day (laughs) (laughs) not realizing the irony of what i was wearing (laughs) i remember when i was a kid I really liked this one outfit that was like teal, like faded teal, like shorts and an orange t-shirt with a bicycle on it in white. <laughs> and I would wear that to like kindergarten all the Which time. It's very high contrast. Yeah. They, the shorts were faded though, so it wasn't that contrasty. Um, and then in like high school and college, I wore like crazy clothes. Like, yeah. Mainly just like Jinkos, which were they a fashion disaster or were they a fashion miracle? What are Jinkos? Oh, they're just like really, really baggy jeans, like very baggy, like wide leg. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, that is uh, that. They, the ones I had weren't that crazy as the thing you're showing on the screen. But that is a trend that I missed. Wowee. During the Jinko trend you were you must have been in like middle school. I don't know. What year was it? Well I'd wear them in like the turn of the millennium. So two thousand. Two thousand? I was in middle school. Yeah. And I don't do not remember this hitting my area at all. Yeah. There are some benefits to being raised in the country, namely the lack of jinkos. The lack of fashion. Yeah, it can it's in the the rate of change of the fashion industry never quite hits Yeah. The the rural environment. Yeah, yeah. The things are way more stable. It's just like pants, shirts, overalls. Yeah, and if there's like a, a trend that like sticks around, then it eventually hits. Yeah, but like skinny jeans, skinny jeans hit the rural areas pretty well. They have, yeah. Okay, yeah. Those have been around though for about fifteen years. Yeah, but so like, finally, yeah, finally that and like it wasn't really like a thing men wore until 2010 ish. Yeah. Maybe th- a little earlier. I think the thing is like baggy jeans look cool skinny jeans look cool normal jeans not that cool i don't think they're supposed to be i think they're just supposed to keep your your legs from getting sunburnt mm-hmm. and to keep you like from getting an indecent exposure charge yeah yeah i kind of miss cargo pants because i did like putting stuff in all those pockets it, it was like conceptually the cargo pant was yeah. in fact amazing yeah it's something that I think we could like we could we could master that design and yeah. make some really bitchin' pants. Yeah. I like it 
having a wallet or like my ID is like in a pocket that's like zipped or fastened. I feel better that way. Yeah. For the same reason, I do like a wallet chain, although I never had one. (laughs) I like, like, I get the appeal to the wallet chain, but it reminds me of, like, a culture that I don't want to be associated with. What was that culture? Truckers. Oh, really? Because I think other people had them. I don't think of it as a trucker thing. Yeah. Where's a trucker need a wallet chain? They're not going anywhere. They're in a truck. I know. It's (laughs) just, it's in my head. Yeah. And it's not coming out. Yeah. It's just, they work in, like a small cab all the time (laughs) if you lose your wallet in that i don't can't help you sir (laughs) i would to be honest i probably need a wallet chain what if you have the wallet chain but you put it around your neck and it's just like Like a wallet collar wallet necklace (laughs) (laughs) your wallet just dangles take care of it yeah so i think we have time for one more segment Okay. Like one more, either like another question or maybe like a, a Dear Abby. Let's do a Dear Abby because I, lo- I ran out of questions on that website. What? I mean, there's questions. What are there, like four questions you can ask at a party? Well, there's other, like I said, there's other ones, but it's like, how is your day going? Did you have a good weekend? Huh. And it's like, no, yeah, but we just talked about that. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Like so like it was all like small talk crap. Right. And you know, you and I I need to complain. Like that website is not doing anybody any favors. Yeah, but to be fair, I don't think it was targeted towards like keeping your podcast going. Well, even like at a party, like Yeah. Like they feel really stilted and like I feel like you wouldn't the conversation wouldn't go anywhere. Now, what would go somewhere is if you go into a party and you go up to someone that you want to talk to and you'd be like, hey, do you believe in aliens? <laughs> that, yeah, that's and true. And then that is a conversation starter yeah. because either way, you now have, you, you have broken a barrier that mm-hmm. can take years. Some people go their whole lives. Some people get married to people not knowing mm-hmm whether their spouse believes in aliens when they get like premarital counseling in their church or something i don't think it gets brought up there like do you guys want to have kids like how who's going to raise the kids who's going to work who's going to do whatever like and then they never ask like do you guys believe in aliens right and And then marriages crumble don't you feel like that's kind of important to know um it depends it depends on how strongly people see that as being a proxy like i think it's it's like at the end of the day it doesn't matter unless aliens invade and if they do invade one of you is right one was wrong but at the same time like what are you going to do day to day differently whether there are or aren't aliens well okay let's take a hypothetical if i knew that someone like let's say i was Go like, let's say I was friends with someone, and like having a, an okay time of it, and then out of nowhere, they say that they believe that they aliens probe their butt every Saturday night. Okay, so that's my different. life would be different then. And you're gonna spend that Saturdays at their house. Yeah, <laughs> that's not where I was going, but um. <laughs> 
no like what else would this person believe then like i would never be able to look at them the same way like that little casual drop that they think that like aliens are fingering their buttholes <laughs> is it, it would alter my perception of them as a person yeah that's true well there's different levels of it like you could say yeah i think that there's aliens out there because there's to our knowledge infinite amount of planets so the chances there wouldn't be would be very slim but then whether that person believes that they've had experiences with the aliens that could be a whole other level of like their personality and all that and then on the other side you know if you're someone who does believe that there are is alien life out there and you have somebody who's like no i absolutely don't there's no way humans are the this is the like only reality that anyone's experiencing you might be like you're a little closed-minded <laughs> yeah a little right right and then you wonder like what else are they closed-minded about right so that's why it's kind of like a proxy like well most belief systems are proxies for other other yeah. values really and really the only correct answer to the question is someone says the drake equation and then mike drops and walks off <laughs> what's that uh it is a, kind of a tongue-in-cheek formula to prove that it is statistically improbable for us to be the only life forms in the universe the drake formula uh yeah drake equation a Dr- drake equation so yeah. they're not talking about drake the canadian american rapper they are actually he's the one who came up with it he came up with no, the... no, he didn't. I'm being a facetious prick. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's this other guy, Drake. Yeah, Frank Drake. Frank Drake. He doesn't look anything like Drake from Canada. He's from the future. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, it's a quote. To quote Wikipedia, it's a probabilistic argument used to estimate the number of active communicative extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he concludes that there are. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Sure. I, to think that there's life is one thing. To think that it's here is a whole separate thing because that would say that our current reality is, you know, filled with cer- a certain kind of conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, so, like, looking at this here, like, the parameters that are used give a result of about 15.6 million extraterrestrial civilizations mm-hmm. in the Milky Way, give or take a factor of 100. Okay. So anywhere between like 156,000 and like 1.5 billion. Okay. In the Milky Way only. Right. And there's other galaxies. Yep. Like infinite amount. So. Yeah. And you know, the Drake right. equation has its problems, but like, right. you know, using a similar probabilistic method you could come to like some result that like it's not zero yeah yeah and it's kind of silly to say that it is yeah so but whether the aliens have come and helped us with like pyramids or not i I kind of wish that aliens that i wish it was true that aliens do come and save us from ourselves when they see us in like um bad situations that's one theory i don't think it's true but i wish it was that would give me a degree of comfort yeah right because god's apparently not so it's like the same rationale as like god's gonna come save us when things get bad it is it's just that the alien theory is saying well look they came down and made a bunch of pyramids but the god (laughs) one is like look like noah built an ark it's like yeah but i don't see the ark but i do see pyramids right (laughs) but 
maybe they were slaves and pulleys or maybe they were aliens yeah maybe we don't know maybe it's maybelline maybe <laughs> it's aliens maybe maybelline created the pyramids yeah <laughs> alien maybelline but yeah with so- great aliens with great hair that's not an endorsement of Maybelline. I don't. I don't use Maybelline. No. Wait, is Maybelline a hair product or I, is makeup? I think it's makeup. Uh oh. They've been the putting femininity. makeup in your hair. Uh oh. <laughs> the femininity police are going to come arrest me. Yeah. Right. Or Zani DeFranco would say the girl police. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I think that that's a much better question to ask, or just like something that's going to like make it real in a way that you wouldn't expect leads to far more interesting results. Yeah. Yeah. I am H O. Mm-hmm. You're Ho. <laughs> I'm Ho. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Ho. I am the walrus. Yeah. <laughs> goo 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 Let's do a deer ab. Yeah. Breakfast with your friends Q and A slash Abigail Van Buren. What if we became? like world-renowned advice columnists or advice podcasters working on it yeah and then people actually followed our advice we'd have to start giving different kinds of advice (laughs) we had to start giving actually good advice (laughs) and advice that's more profitable (laughs) like look have you heard of indulgences for the church back in the like middle ages indulgences paid to breakfast with your friends podcast foundation also absolve you of your sins we have to actually make the religion first before we can start espousing claims about its efficacy we have a religion religions in your mind man we have a pro i mean i'm a prophet you're a prophet we're all prophets i think that your neighbors are not at home because they're not stomping screaming. and screaming <laughs> i mean we should do a well have a the police do a wellness check on them they're Seriously. like they're unfortunately they're sadly dead upstairs yeah we haven't heard them doing cocaine in the last week <laughs> the police are like why do you think a wellness check needs to have it's like well i don't hear them screaming and stomping around all right so we have our dear abby ready in in the chamber ready to be pooped out <laughs> Um, all right. We should change this um, colon metaphor to a gun metaphor or something. Ready to be shot out and sprayed all over the village. Ready to be shot into the air without regards for where the bullet will ultimately land, which might hopefully not, but might injure someone. All right. So this is going to be a deer whiff. Deer breakfast with your friends. Yeah. All right. Deer breakfast with your friends. I live with my fiance and we are being married in eight months. Uh, When I asked him if he would go and stay with his parents or some friends on a weekend when my girlfriend comes into town so we can have girl time, he got highly offended and said he isn't leaving his house. I pay more than he does in rent, and I don't feel I should have to rent a separate place. He doesn't understand girl time, drinking wine, watching chick flicks, and talking about our lives. I want to dedicate all my time that weekend to being a good friend, but he doesn't get it. I have told him that if he wanted me to go to stay with friends or visit my parents so that he could have a guy's weekend, I would have no problem with it. Am I asking for too much? Signed, Needs Girl Time in North Carolina. I never understood the whole, like, gendered time thing. Like, girl time, guy time. 
um, possibly because a lot of my friends are men, but not all of them. But I don't like do things with my friends who are women that I couldn't do with the men. Like I just talk to them and hang out and we're not like, I mean, and you can also, you know, paint men's nails or whatever, but it's not like I'm having like pillow fights and playing like fuck, Mary kill with the women. And like, you couldn't do that with the men. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And we're, you know, we're not doing like manicure, pedicure. Like it's, I just don't, I don't see things that way. It's never been that way. So I don't really get this whole like, girl guy time thing like i it feels creepy to me um and i'm not saying everyone who does this is creepy but it makes me feel like someone's smothering me with a pillow (laughs) and it's a a pillow a girl pillow fight gone terribly wrong it's turned into like you know like the telltale heart yeah it's like oh no oh it'd be a good horror movie called girl time and then what the girl just kills other girl with the pillow and then buries her under the floorboards i thought you hated horror that's a great retelling of the telltale heart i don't hate that horror exists i just don't like to watch horror movies but you like setting. making it i my well i think the reason i don't like to watch horror movies is that my brain creates enough fuck, <laughs> fucked up things <laughs> Clearly. well when when you stephen king like whenever i'm this is an aside accidentally exposed to like a stephen king uh scenario like when i'm in for example, Mavis Tire trying to get my car fixed years ago and watching like the the show on the, in the waiting room and it's fucking misery. And oh I'm like, what? God. And I'm still disturbed by watching half, like watching like 20 minutes of that. How was that show? How was that movie ever on daytime television? It shouldn't, if, if you can't show porn on daytime television, you shouldn't be able to show misery because the latter is way more disturbing. It's so fucked up. Yeah. It's for one, it's Stephen King's second worst yeah well i can come up with i mean i haven't because i don't i try not to let my brain go there but i could sit there and come up with disturbing things i don't need stephen king to like put them to the forefront of my mind and then have me be horrified but anyway he's he's very talented but i don't like it but so anyway i it's upsetting not upsetting it's it's feels oppressive the whole like girl time guy time like and the idea that like guys want to sit around and like watch the game and like talk about things that women can't hear which feels like they would be talking about women in a derogatory way if they can't hear it and kind of vice versa like i don't really get the whole thing it doesn't make any sense it doesn't compute yeah i think um for the this person letter writer did you want to talk <laughs> okay for this person the the um letter writer i would say you should just explain to him, you know, well, not explain, I guess you live together, so you got to be um, negotiating, but I would be like, my friend's going to come over and stay with us. Is that okay? I assume it sounds like it is. This is our plan. We're going to probably like stay up late, drink wine and watch movies um, and talk stuff. And it's probably not going to be entertaining to you. So um, if you don't mind, we're going to be using the living room and then he can decide what he wants to do. Like, I don't know what you can't say to your friend, like, unless you're talking about shit about your fiance, like... Well, hold on. I'm going to come in defense. I'm going to defend girl time, and I'm going to defend boy time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to decide which of the two is better. Yeah. (laughs) Once and for all. Yeah. On the next episode of Breakfast with Your Friends. (laughs) Gender wars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. Like... They're like your SO is you're super close to your SO, right? Like you've got 
you know, you share secrets, you do this, you do that, you probably fuck. Um, but like, there's still one person and your whole life doesn't, shouldn't revolve around yeah, them. I agree. Uh, you know, like, I think it's really healthy to have other friendships. Yeah. And it sounds like this, this, you know, this questioner just wants to reconnect and have, share like a special moment with an old friend. And I, like, I get wanting her to, like, like not wanting her husband or fiancé to be around. Because it's going to make things different. Like, there's that dynamic that she wants isn't going to be there. Yeah, I guess I agree that, well, I definitely agree that you should have other friends. But, and the, the dynamic can change. But he might not be be in the living room and also do you need to I mean there is the, the thing about like does this need to happen in the living room because it doesn't sound like he's saying you can't go out and see your friends but he's saying like I don't want to leave my house where I live for this weekend like you're, you're, you're exiling me you know and he's like I live here I don't want to see my family I don't want to see my friends I don't want to get a hotel you know and that's a kind of a different story yeah that is true he, because they he didn't say that he, she couldn't do it yeah like she could this person could be like, hey, I'm going to go to my friend's apartment this weekend. If he said no, you know, you can't go see your friends, that could be a problem. But he's basically like, you could see your friend, but I'm not leaving. I don't, I want to be here. I don't want to be at my parents. Yeah. So. That's a little messed. Yeah. And I think the whole thing about like, well, I pay more than half the rent. Like, you better get on the same page before you get married. There's a very good reasons not to get married. And marriage is a, contract that you're it's very easy to get into and not as easy to get out of um it's a contract for a, a lot of different things um and one of which is finances so you can try and keep them separate but you're not going to be able to so the idea that like you pay for this and that and therefore he has less entitlement to that space isn't going to fly that mentality so if you want to keep that mentality you better not get married and you probably shouldn't cohabitate and that's fine you yeah. don't need to you don't need to do that but if you if you want to get married you're right. accepting a bunch of other things along with that or you or you will be by default legally and you'll have to go through some hoops to not be yeah you know. so you know i would then like you know advice to the guy then is like maybe you should kind of think about no 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 advice to the lady here is mm -hmm. maybe you should like think about why you're getting upset about this Mm -hmm. And why you think justifying paying maybe 55 to 60% of the rent entitles you to more rights than your fiance. And whether he's like, yeah, I guess it's good. Like, what are you worried about? Like, is he the type who like sees you guys watching? I don't know what they watch. What's the thing that like what, the bachelor or something 90 day fiance yeah. let's say well then he, and then he comes and starts watching and talking over it and i can't hear see this is why i right. like it's exactly that reason that i would want to get away from my husband that he would talk about it maybe more into it than you like i don't know like what if like my sense of humor changes from person to person and i don't want to hear my husbando like hearing my bad jokes that i make to my friends so she's trying to do some impression management. She's worried he's going to look down on her if he sees her doing, like, stereotypically feminine things. Maybe. Yeah, which is 
kind of a an issue. I don't know. It's kind of an issue. Like, but like, I don't think that we should be expected to be the same person in front of everyone. No, I agree. But to what extent should she be a person in front of someone else that would be like a deal breaker for him? Like, mm, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's we don't have all the information. I can see wanting to just like have the one dynamic and not want to worry about someone else being able to hear, you know, what you're saying and kind of have to impression manage for that other person. But um so I think it's fine to ask him, but na- given that he doesn't want to leave, you could make alternate plans. It's a problem if he doesn't want you to hang out with your friend, but maybe you guys could go to a hotel. Yeah, honestly, like, why aren't you at a hotel anyway? If this is, like, such a special weekend for you, why are you doing it in your living room? Yeah, I mean, you want to be comfortable in where you live, but he doesn't want to go to a hotel or he feels like he's being kicked out, I think. Yeah, well, it sounds like he is. Yeah. Which <laughs> and then is... he probably saw your, he probably read your diary where you're like, and I'm going to invite Chad over and I'm going to invite, yeah, right. <laughs> like, Peter and, like, what's another name of a guy? Todd. Those are it. <laughs> Peter, Chad, Todd. Ugh, and those are the whitest names. And like <laughs> the worst. And like, um I don't know. There's always a fucking Todd. Pablo? I it's too late. It's in my head. Look all... It's just like the cast of Dead Poet Society. Would it help you to know that Peter in this scenario is actually Chinese okay that okay. helps a little so I'm gonna invite them over and we're gonna have an orgy and then he's like uh-uh I'm staying I'm having this orgy too I know this is really the problem is he wants to be invited to the orgy yeah and you know it's his house he's yeah. paying 40% of the rent and you're saying he can't be in the orgy yeah what what has Todd done for you yeah nothing all he does is he gets a limp tick and comes too early. <laughs> Which are contradictory in terms. Eh, kind of. Kind of. Well, okay, he comes too early and then goes limp. In that order. Yeah. Okay. And then he just spends the rest of the night watching. So what is he even really doing there? <laughs> well, yeah, I think we've taken this has taken a turn into like a debate about like roles you you should play in group sex or not play and and like to and this is just we're not dan savage okay this isn't the savage love cast That's at this fair. point this is this is breakfast with your friends okay, Q&A. let's bring it let's bring it back down to rated r yeah let's, uh-huh. let's pull it back um but yeah you guys got some thinking to do and i i think you're um you're wanting to have your marriage and eat it too <laughs> You're wanting to have your wedding cake and eat it too. And you're not realistic about what it means to be married. Yeah, actually. And so I want to, let, let's see how we stack up to the, the dear, what dear Abby said. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, your fiance should definitely be invited to your orgy. Yeah, she says, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, I think expecting your fiancé to leave is a bit much. Uh, do you plan to make the same request after you're married? Regardless of who pays more rent, the house is home to both of you. I think 
that the idea of being subjected to one of your girl's weekends would motivate him to make other plans. <laughs> that is so much shade, Abby. They're like, they're like wasted. They have like makeup smeared all over the place. They're crying to love actually. Yeah. They're like watching. It's like they wake up um, in a sea of like vomit at like 4 a.m. with like a Chippendales like special blasting. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what the hell? And then the last piece of advice is drum roll. However, because he is unwilling to leave, you and your girlfriend should consider splitting the cost of a hotel for the weekend. There you go. Look at that. We are fucking Dear Abby. Wow. Maybe I mean, it... we're not copulating on her. We're just <laughs> Dear Abby. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. She's dead anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> these are ghostwriters. And like a picture of who knows that that's even Abby. It's like a a lady with a good hair, a good short middle-aged haircut and a red sweater i don't know if that was even abigail van buren who actually wasn't even her name either so this is all like the deep state type like (laughs) like house of mirrors house of cards like house of cards that are mirrors dear abby crisis actors yeah (laughs) so you know what we did it though we got we hit the nail on the head we were right wow maybe i am right about everything i i am yeah I am right about everything. You know what? Fuck everyone. I don't need, I need advice from everyone else. I don't need. <laughs> you should be the one giving advice. I am, and I am. It's my podcast. Well, not mine, but I like. Excuse me. I pay forty percent of the rent on this podcast. <laughs> the rent in the cyberspace. Yeah, actually. I... <laughs> what? No. So yeah. I think that about does it for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed because I did. And if you didn't, I'll come to your house and force you to enjoy it. <laughs> That's ominous. <laughs> but, but please tell your friends about this. Yeah. Uh, breakfast with your friends.com. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, most places you can get podcasts and our website and our website, breakfast with your friends.com. Check out our merch, which is our is there a merch link up? Yep. Okay. It's up. It's been up. Go check People... out the merch link. Buy a shirt. I'm not wearing it right now because I don't... Buy a sticker. Put yeah. it on your car. Put it on your shirt. Mm. Re- if you want to make... Please review us. Rate us. Give us five stars on iTunes. If you don't... It will do so much good. If you don't want to pay for the price for the shirt, you could get a sticker that's cheaper and put it on a shirt you have. And then you effectively have made your own shirt yeah we don't make as much money but that's okay that's a life hack yeah, but don't you can't wash your shirt then Ooh, we should do terrible life hacks <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> um yes yeah, our facetious life hacks and just cut off your hand then if it hurts yeah. <laughs> um right. brian won't actually come to your house and be creepy unless you invite me to explicitly do that yes he's available for a hundred dollars an hour for staring at you and seeing if you giggle or smile while you listen to the podcast he's he's available (laughs) all right bye bye